Okay, so today we're talking about what keeps me motivated. And the reason that we're talking about this is because I've been asked this question quite a lot in the last couple of weeks in particular. And I think I've been asked the question quite a lot in the last couple of weeks in particular is because I did a four-day boot camp in January and I ran a two-day workshop in February. This is the Building Online Sales Success Podcast, helping you to build, market and sell your offers online. I'm Rachel Howarth and I'll be sharing the strategies that are allowing me and my clients to create online success. Sales can be easy, not sleazy. And in this show, you'll get to see behind the curtain and discover the sales secrets that will create the impact, income and freedom that you have been dreaming of. It's time to stop doubting yourself and start creating the business that you truly deserve. When you add all of that energy up together, you can see how I am a very energetic person and that exhausts a lot of people just being on the sidelines watching it. And so I've had this question come in from a few of you who listen to the podcast and in my Instagram audience and some clients actually who've said, Rachel, where do you get this energy from? Like, what keeps you motivated? And so I thought I would answer it here for you today. Now, I guess, and this is a big assumption, that the people who have asked me that question have asked me because they find motivation difficult or they find that sometimes their desire to keep going can be a bit of a roller coaster. Maybe they wake up some days and feel like, I just don't want to do it today. You know, I, I just don't feel like it today. And I guess my first tip or, you know, piece of advice for you guys is if that's how you feel, go with it, you know, go with it. I think the worst thing that we can do sometimes is force ourselves into something that we don't want to do. Why would you want to force yourself to write copy, to be creative, to record a masterclass, to show up on social media in high vibe energy? If you're not feeling it, don't do it. You know, that that would be my first tip for you. Now, when it comes to my motivation... I've got to be honest and say, I never have those moments. I really don't. And that's not me being all like, yeah, I'm high energy. That is me being truly honest with you. I, I never, I never feel like I don't want to do it. I am always drawn to my business. I'm always drawn to my clients. I'm always drawn to doing the things that, you know, that you see me doing here. And so, I've really thought about how I'm going to answer this question for you, you know, what keeps me motivated. And I've drawn it into four areas for you. So I've got a giant cup of coffee to keep me going, okay? So yeah, I've drawn it into four areas. I've made a couple of notes just to keep me really, I guess, on track with it. So the first thing I'm going to share, the first reason that I am, I think, a very motivated person is I am what I call an eternal optimist. So I am very much, I can always make it better. You know, I want to I wanna see the opt- optimistic side of everything. I want to see the idealistic end result, the idealistic version of something. I want to see something look the best it can possibly look. 
Now, I see that as different from perfectionism because perfectionism means that you're striving for this one outcome that is perfect in in air quotes. But I see eternal idealism as different to that because I know I'm never going to achieve perfect. I understand that. I accept that. And so that's why I call it idealism because when you get to what looks and feels ideal, there's always going to be something better. And hence the term, you know, eternal idealism. So I've made that term up, or I think I've made that term up, because that is how I feel most of the time. There is always something that I could make better. It could be feeling, it could be something in my home, it could be something that I'm planning to do with the family, we could be planning a holiday, it could always be better. We could be planning a day trip. It could always be better. I could be planning my business. It could always be better. And so, yeah, I'm an eternal idealist. And that, because that is built into me as a human being, that is part of what keeps me motivated. Now, if you wanted to try to, um, you know, take on that that mindset for yourself, maybe you are a perfectionist and you think, I prefer being an idealist. The one thing you would need to do would be to accept that perfect doesn't exist. Perfect does not exist. You will never get the perfect version of anything. Yeah, anything. Because, you know, things could always be better. Things could always change, always, you know, be improved. And so if you want to try to let go of any perfectionism and you want to try to move towards being an eternal idealist, then I would say accept that perfect doesn't exist. Accept that mistakes are good. Accept that failure is not failure, it's only learning. And I know that sounds like I'm spouting a textbook at you, but these things are true. They really are true, you know, like, If you make a mistake, what's the worst that could happen? The world will not stop turning, yeah? So just accept, accept that mistakes are going to happen. You are going to fail at some stuff and try to develop that growth mindset. And that might help you to really step into this eternal idealism rather than stifling yourself with this feeling of everything's got to be perfect, my little Oliver, he came home from school on Friday with a certificate, waving it at me through the playground, saying, Mummy, Mummy, I got a certificate today for having a growth mindset, which I was so proud of, because he's only eight, he's only just eight. And the fact that they're teaching the kids at eight to have a growth mindset, to make mistakes, to always try, 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 try and try again... I just think that's absolutely great. So yeah, my little Oliver, he got a certificate for having a growth mindset. So I hope that even just 1% of that growth mindset can come from seeing mummy, you know, act in this behavior of eternal optimism rather than it's got to be perfect. And if it can't be perfect, I won't try. So yeah, part one of my four reasons why I, I think I am so motivated is that I'm an eternal idealist. The second thing I'm going to share with you is that accomplishment to me has always been a big thing. Accomplishment, achievement, a feeling of being successful at something, that's always been a big deal to me. And the reason that that has always been a big deal to me, I think, goes back to my childhood. 
And without going into the story, because I, I will tell you my childhood story one day, but I'm not ready to share it yet because I'm still working a lot on the on the healing. You know, it was it was not the best childhood. It was um, quite upsetting, and you know, I always felt loved as a child, but it was a very difficult childhood. But the one thing I could always control was how well I did at school, whether I passed my exams, whether I got good feedback. And so I think accomplishment and achievement always meant a lot to me because I could control it. And there was a lot of stuff going on around my childhood that was totally out of my control. And I just had to suck it up. And that's partly why I'm so mentally strong, I think, because I've had to develop it as a child. But what I'm learning now that I'm, you know, going into a bit of a healing process and talking more about it, you know, with coaches, is that maybe some of that mental strength at some point will start to crack. Because for all the things I know I went through as a child, it's inconceivable that a human being wouldn't need to deal with that at some point. So I'm recognising that and I'm working on that. And I do put the fact that I went through some tough stuff, I do put that down to where my motivation comes from because I can control what I achieve and we all can, you know, I want you all to believe that because we can control what we achieve. It just might mean that we need to work harder, be more committed, be a different version of ourselves, step into new mindsets, try new things, make mistakes. So we can all control our achievement. I believe I can control my achievement and so... Yeah, I think that's part of where my motivation comes from. So let me just have a bit of my coffee. Sorry if you can hear slurping. (laughs) The third thing, the third reason why I am so motivated and, you know, it appears from the outside looking in that I never run out of energy. I am always, always, always on And I guess that is true. I am always on. I am always on, but not to the point where I feel like a martyr or where I feel like I'm overworked or I'm exhausted. I have come close to burnout in the past, but I am very, very, very focused, very, very driven. Part of that, I think, comes from my time in corporate where, you know, I was doing 18 hour days. I'd be up early. I'd be still working into the evening corporate hospitality, out drinking, eating with colleagues, having, you know, having the fun part of a of a business life. And so yeah, I'm I'm well trained at burning the candle at both ends. Not that I want to, you know, like I try to go to bed at nine o'clock now, you know, like at least four times a week I try to get my butt into bed at nine o'clock. And it is lovely. And sometimes, you know, I might just burn a candle and do a meditation or just just chill out I won't go straight to sleep but I'm just in bed in that you know in that state of relaxation at the end of a busy day so yeah my my time of burning the candle at both ends is (laughs) is definitely over although I do still like a night out you know like I do still like to go out and party but anyway the third reason why I you know I'm so motivated and it appears that I don't run out of energy is that I bloody love what I do I absolutely love what I do I am in love with what I do I feel like I've found my place you know I feel like I've found my space in my career where I can use all the gifts that I have you know been given as a human that I can 
use the skills that I've developed as a human, you know, through my through my life that I I spent, you know, 17 years in one company and another kind of like five or six years in two other companies. I've only ever really worked for three companies and I'm very lucky that I always felt invested in from a personal development point of view, always had good mentors, always had good coaches around me. And I now feel like I can totally love what I do because I'm able to share all the things that I've learned, all the mistakes that I've made, all the lessons that I've had to learn, all of the successes that I've been able to create. I can now teach those to my clients to help them shortcut, you know, overcome the mistakes, avoid the mistakes completely. And and I just love what I do. And that is motivating in itself, you know, like I bounce out of bed every day. I absolutely adore what I do. And and I know I'm good at it. You know, I, I don't want that to sound arrogant in any way, but I know I'm good at what I do. I've had years and years and years of people in my team, you know, in, in my corporate days, clients that I've worked with. I've had many, many years of happy clients, happy staff, feeling like, you know, that my my training, my coaching, my mentorship for them has helped them. So I know I'm good at what I do. And, and I really do believe as humans, we're good at what we enjoy and we enjoy what we're good at. And so, you know, how could I fail to be motivated when I feel like I've landed in my my perfect job? You know, it's just perfect for me. It feels like where I should always have been, although I could never have done this job to the level that I do it now. I could never have, you know, been a sales and business coach. I could never have made the income that I make now. I could never have supported my clients to make the income that they make if I hadn't learned all the things that I needed to learn in the past. So yeah, it's not that I could have done this job any sooner because I don't think I would have been ready as a person. So yeah, so number three, in the reasons of why I am so bloody motivated is that I love what I do. And then number four, and there there is only four things, so this is the last thing. The fourth reason why I am so motivated and committed to accomplishment is that I stay extremely focused on the end goal. I stay totally focused on the results that I am aiming to create. And if you struggle with that, you know, there's a number of things that you can do. Yes, you can create vision boards. Yes, you can journal. Yes, you can come up with some mantras, you know, to help keep you very focused. You can do visualization exercises. There's a lot that you can do to help you focus on the end result that you're trying to create. But what I would all what I would really remind you of, this is really basic, but if you live near the sea and I'm lucky enough to live near the sea, go and look at the horizon. Yeah, go and look at that line where the where the sky meets the sea. Look at that line and ask yourself how far away really is that horizon? How far away is that? Because when you look at it, it doesn't look that far away. When you then look at the ground in front of you and look back at the horizon, it looks like it is miles away because you realise how near the ground in front of you is and therefore the horizon looks further away. So when you're struggling to stay focused on the end result, 
And the reason that you're struggling to stay focused on the end result is because you're feeling harassed and overwhelmed by all the things that are near to you. Just remember, the horizon only looks further away when you focus on what's near to you. When you just keep your eye on where that sky meets the sea, it looks like it's within touching distance. So sometimes you need to come up out of the detail, come up out of the day to day, give yourself time. I am very good at time blocking. I'm very good at, you know, really being committed to having my CEO days where I block out at least half a day. I get centered on my vision. I get centered on what's working. I get centered on what's not working and I recalibrate my brain. I I recalibrate my plan. And so, you know, I'm, I'm, conscious that sometimes, you know, I I say to my team, right, ladies, you know, I've spent some time thinking and this is what we're going to do. And that's because I've got myself back in touch with my goal and I've got us back onto a straight line path. Now, we know in business, don't we, there isn't a straight line path. There is no such thing as a straight line path to success. However, on the day that you recalibrate the plan, you recalibrate it to plan a straight line path, don't you? It's just that as you set off on that journey, things happen and you know we, we go on this roller coaster towards the success that we're trying to create. But on the day that you plan it, you don't plan the roller coaster. Nobody plans the roller coaster. We all plan the straight line, the path of least resistance. So, um, Yeah, my fourth reason for you is I am so motivated because I regularly spend time focusing on the horizon. I regularly recalibrate my plan. I regularly lean back into, Rachel, what are you trying to create? Where is it you were trying to get to? Let's just stop a minute, breathe, think, plan, explore, recognize what's going right, recognize what's not going right. Don't judge yourself, don't beat yourself up, but just get back on a path that feels like the path of least resistance and bloody well get there girl you know like that is that's what I say to myself on my CEO days so I've shared with you four four reasons or four the four reasons why I think I appear to you guys as being so driven so motivated so committed and I hope that these reasons have given you not just an insight into how I think but also maybe some ideas around how you can drive your own motivation, particularly on the days when you're just not not feeling it. And if there are days when you're not feeling it, lean into that as well. You know, if you want a duvet day, take a duvet day. So yeah, that's it from me today. I really hope it was useful. As always, I invite you to drop me a message, drop me a DM over on Instagram. And I would love to hear what you think of this episode. Thanks for listening and I'll see you next time. So that's it for today. I hope that you've enjoyed this episode. If growing your business is a big priority right now and you'd like to get my feedback on how you could move forward with bigger and faster success, then take part in my free personal assessment. It's called Next Best Opportunity and I get back to you within three days of you answering 20 questions about your business and goals and I give you my tailored feedback. If that sounds like something that you would like to do, then just click the link below in the show notes or head over to my Instagram and have a chat with me in the DMs over there.